1: The focus of today's podcast is all about the science of being in demand, and I'm super excited to have a very special guest with me, Tom Poland. Let me tell you all about him. He is a marketing mentor who started his very first business at the age of 24. He's gone on to start and sell four others, taking two of them international. In that time, he's managed teams of over 100 people and annual revenue of more than 20 million. He is the author of Lesology, the science of being in demand, and his work has been published in 27 countries. He's also an international speaker, and he shared the stage with Michael Gerber of E Richard Koch from the 80/20 Principle, Brian Tracy, and so many more. Welcome, Tom. Thanks for sharing part of your day. What else do you want to add to that introduction?
2: I'm bold. <laughs> I don't know if that it's probably not relevant, but you know I just sort of mix it up a little bit. um Hey, thanks for having me. I'm looking forward to the having a chit chat.
1: yeah, this will be fun. I guess you save on shampoo and hairspray and all sorts of stuff, right?
2: <laughs> I haven't used a comb for about fifteen years.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. Well, we're super excited <laughs> to hear some of your brilliance and your knowledge today and just really talk about how we can help small businesses. So let me kick it off asking you this one question. You've created something called the Leadsology Model. What is that and how does it help business owners create a steady stream of leads throughout the entire year?
2: Well, it's, it's predicated on around 29 years of disappointments and frustrations where typically what would happen is I'd listen to someone and I'd say, trust me, give me your money and I'll show you how to generate some new clients. So I'd part with my money. And then two months later, all I'd have to show for that is an empty bank account balance. So once you've done that for, I don't know, three decades, you kind of get sick of it. And so I sat down, I thought I got to figure this thing out myself. So if I started with a checklist, I said, what would be absolutely ideal? What would be ideal is this? I wake up every Monday morning and I open my calendar And there are a bunch of people who have booked a time to talk with me about becoming a client and they know what my fees are and they've agreed that they can afford that. And they know how I work with my clients and they quite like that. And they're not coming along to some sort of sales trap or there's no convincing required. All I'm doing is they're hoping to be able to confirm that I am the right option for them. So I thought that is kind of like marketing heaven, right?
1: Oh, yeah. I think everybody wants that. That would be awesome.
2: So, so what I did is I worked backwards from that and I figured that out and it took me 10 years to figure it out. And, you know, I, I shared the model with um, Wes Schaefer from the sales Whisper, a great guy. And he said, and I showed him, I did a screen share and everything. And I, and he said, you're a freaking genius. And I said, no, I'm not a genius. That's an insult. I said, you take that back. It took me 10 years of hard work. A genius would have figured that out in 10 days. So it's not like I'm a smarty pants. It's just that I, don't give up too easily, and I made a lot of mistakes. So, so the leadsology model. Uh, let me sum it up by this: the bottom line is that in house, so you haven't outsourced anything because that reduces your 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 security. Uh, you don't outsource your marketing, in the words. So, so what happens is you have a flow of new client inquiries coming in that are highly qualified every single week, and that's what I call a lead. That's a highly qualified lead you don't have to do any of the traditional marketing methods because I tried them all, Nancy. You know, Facebook advertising with split testing and tripwires and, you know, killing off the loser and challenging the champion, Uh, business networking meetings, trade shows, oh, advertising. Uh, What else do we hate doing? Cold calling, sending out 10,000 direct mail letters and and just burning $5,000. So I tried pretty much all of the traditionally recommended marketing methods and I discovered that there were some problems with them. They were either far too expensive relative to other options, or they were far too inefficient relative to other options, or I just didn't want to do them. And and what I discovered after only 37 years, it took me to figure this one out, is that every single day, you and I and the listeners will wake up and we'll do what we want to do. Every single day, we wake up and we do what we want to do. On some days, we wake up and we do what we should do. So what I discovered is this. If someone said to me, "Here's a marketing method. Uh, you've got to blog every day for five years, then you get some clients." or you should set up uh, some LinkedIn advertisements and do some tripwires, and you know then, and if I, if I thought about that marketing method and I, and I heard myself thinking, "Yeah, I should do that," then one or three things would happen. I would wake up in the morning and I'd wonder about doing that thing, and either would not do it, in which case I'd get no results, or I'd do it and then stop doing it, like blogging, in which case I'd stop getting results or I do it inconsistently, in which case I would get inconsistent results. So when I boiled the whole thing down, the one thing in marketing that I want to do is I want to show up and speak to groups of people online about how I work with clients. That's it. I don't want to do anything else. So the whole model is based around having a group meeting with an interested audience once a week where I get to strut my stuff and this is what I show my clients how to do. I call it just show up marketing. You just show up for two types of meetings every week. One is an online group meeting, which by the way combines the oldest, most effective marketing method in the world, which is speaking to groups. Uh, I mean, it worked quite well for Christ, Buddha and Muhammad. Combining that with the latest medium, which is the internet. So you get the oldest, most proven marketing method in the world talk to groups, combine it with the newest marketing meeting, Online meetings, I don't I can sit on the sand here next to the waves at Castaway's Beach and I have clients and bring in clients from England, Spain, Portugal, France, Italy, you know, USA, Canada, and so on, right around the world. What's not to like about this? The other type of meeting that that my clients show up for every week, because they just swipe and deploy my model, is the consults, people who have attended the group meeting and then have reached out through a filtering system to make sure they are right fit to talk about becoming a client, and they're hoping to confirm that they're able to work with you. That's it. That's the model.
1: That's awesome. I totally believe in speaking. In fact, I teach people not how to speak. I assume when they show up at my workshop, they know how to speak, but where to find the hidden opportunities, because that's the number one thing I hear is where do I speak? So I love your online model of, you just get on the internet. That's easy. No travel, right? Well,
2: yeah. The tricky part here is where do the audiences come from? Because, I mean, you're a professional speaker, so you can knock it out of the ballpark every time. And and maybe there's some other people out there that have a really, you know, that they know how to do an online presentation. I mean, I, most of my clients don't, so I show them how to do that. But even assuming you've got the best presentation in the world, the best PowerPoint stack or whatever it is in the world, it's going to be like a billboard in the middle of the Sahara Desert if no one's there at the meeting.
1: Yep, that works both ways, right? Online, online, and offline. The biggest challenge yeah. is filling yeah. the seats, getting butts in the seats. So, what's your yeah. solution for that?
2: Well, first off, the reason I don't do offline meetings is that I've done over five hundred of them. You know, you, you hire a conference center, you get bodies in there, driving with ads, direct mail, whatever, and um, you know, you strut your stuff for two hours or two days, whatever it is, and then people are so impressed with your amazingness that they sign up as a client. It's a good model. It's very effective. No question. It is probably the most effective marketing medium for people who are marketing the invisible, you know, professional services. However, it's complicated and it's expensive. So I only do online meetings now because I can get the audiences for virtually nothing uh, and I don't have to hire a conference center. I don't have to travel. Oh, by the way, the audience doesn't have to travel either. There's no traffic jams. There's no parking hassles. There's no having to do meet and greet in the foyer and uh, you know press the flesh, which I really don't like. I'm not a very social person. So there's none of that. It's just clean and it's efficient and it's carbon neutral or So, So that's the first thing is online meetings, Trump offline meetings. And I know I'm going to tread on the toes of possibly thousands of people who just love the idea of filling hotel rooms, but I don't. I don't want to do that. It's complicated, expensive. I've done over 500 of them. So I'm not saying I don't want to do it because I don't know how to do it. I don't want to do it because it's complicated and it's expensive. So that said, um, the online meeting, where do you get the audiences from? You get the audiences from contractors. Now, this comes back to what I said before. Uh, We source audiences from other people's email lists and we source audiences from LinkedIn. They are the two massive gold mines, both of which, by the way, uh, you can pick up new clients that, you know, Other people's networks is an inexhaustible and completely free source of new clients. Now, if you put those two things together, one, inexhaustible, so it'll keep you going for the next 10 lifetimes, and two, completely free, why would you want to do paid advertising? If you know how to get all the leads from other people's lists, like you're legally Xeroxing clients almost, and ethically too, by the way, and, and you can do that at an item for free why would you do advertising? Why would you run, why, why would you hire conference centers? Why would you send out 10,000 direct mail letters? It just doesn't make any sense to me. So, okay. So having said that, how do we get the audiences, Mr. Smarty Pants? All right. What we do is we go to Bangladesh and we find Muhammad. Muhammad, by the way, is a real person. That's his real name, but don't get confused because apparently there's more than one Muhammad in Bangladesh. But we find Muhammad, my Muhammad, and we say to Muhammad, here's the deal. I'm going to give you a copy and paste system I'm going to show you how to identify suspects, not prospects, but people that we think might become a great client. And I'm going to show you how to identify use the checklist. When that person turns up to my online meeting, you're going to get a bonus, Muhammad. Now, I'm going to give you 5 hours a week to do the work, and I'm going to pay you 5 bucks an hour. So you're going to get a whole 25 US dollars a week, uh, 100 bucks a month just a little over. And now Nancy, before anyone accuses me of slave labor, that's over $100 a month in a country where the average national full-time wage is $96. Getting a full-time wage for five hours a week is almost unheard of in Bangladesh. But it gets better. Muhammad gets a $50 bonus. That's the maximum level I pay for getting the right people to attend my online meeting, not for getting the right people to register for my online meeting. But you know, I'm holding this group meeting once a week. Muhammad and others are finding people that fit my ideal client profile to attend the meeting. He gets a bonus. So he earned $750 the last month. I paid him the bonus for the last month, $750 US bonus, add to the $100 he gets for his $5 a week. There's Muhammad, 23-year-old, who's a bright guy. Pretty much anything he's got going for him is the fact that he's smart and he's got an internet connection. He's earning $850 a month in Bangladesh where the average national wage is 96 bucks. How motivated do you think Muhammad is when he gets out of bed in the morning? He's not thinking, I should do Tom's lead gen work. He's thinking, I can't wait to get started. So That's I'm
1: awesome. That's awesome. It's a win win for everybody.
2: Yeah. I mean, we, you know, in the Philippines, uh, India, Pakistan, I have contractors there as well. I had a beautiful email from uh, Cassandra in the Philippines who said, I just wanted to thank you for my monthly bonus. It was a $1,000 check, you know, well, bank transfer, but $1,000 US into a bank account. She said, I was able to get dental work done for my son who urgently needed it that I could never have afforded otherwise. I just wanted to thank you for the opportunity. That brings tears to my eyes. And I could, awesome. I, could, I could hire Australian contractors. I'll let you in a small secret. We, we've got 24 lazy people living in Australia. Uh, compared to someone in Bangladesh or the Philippines or India, who, where the opportunities are so scarce that when you give them a copy-paste system, and, and look, I, you know, I describe it as it's a digital equivalent of flipping hamburgers at McDonald's. It ain't complicated, but it's routine, and you have to do it day in and day out. And I'd, I wouldn't do that. Even if it worked, I would start doing it, then I'd stop because I'd get a better offer, right?
1: That's awesome. I just built my team this week with three people from the Philippines, and it's amazing how dedicated they are to working because it's changing their lifestyle, it's making things happen at yeah. their family level. Yeah. It's- it's great. I love that system. So this is what you must mean when you say marketing is a science, not an art. It's basically a system, a process, or a repeatable way to get something done. Is that right? Mm,
2: yeah. There's a lot of keywords in there. It is a system uh, and it's it's a repeatable way to get predictable results for a while. Because every single lead generation systems that I've ever been involved with, it's I call them lead streams. And my, my New book, which just came out last week, which is a sequel to uh, The Science of being Demand. It's called Marketing the Visible. But in the new book, I talk about lead streams. Because so, what I figured out is that when you get a flow of leads coming in, it's very much like a physical body of water flowing down a stream. And we know streams can dry up, right? Or right. well, they can go un- underground. They can change direction. Other people can pollute your stream. We've got thousands of people every week offering, a, quote, unquote, a free webinar training. And now what we've discovered is what a shock. It's actually a sales ambush. So that's polluting the webinar stream. It's not as pure as it once was. So less people are registering. uh, But even worse, the percentage of people turning up has dropped from 40% when I started doing in 2009, for most people, down to around 12.5% to 20%. So streams go underground, they, their flow can increase, it can reduce, it can change direction. What I'm saying here is that no lead generation system, including the ones that I market, will last forever. So the most important thing is what I call the Tao of marketing, DAO, T-A-O. I know it's a religion and a philosophy in, in, in Asia, but the DAO of marketing in my world stands for test and observe. So Uh, A professional marketer like myself cannot rest on my laurels. I can't say I've got this great lead generation model. Um, Nancy, right now it's so so effective. I've shut the doors for new clients. I I don't want any more clients at the moment. It's the first time in 39 years of doing this. I can say that. But I I can't take on any more clients because the leads have been relentless because of the model.
1: Well, that's awesome. Congratulations on on reaching some capacity in your business. That's really amazing. Well, that's kind of you. Thank you. Well, that's that's a, a huge accomplishment. I know people kind of spam a lot on LinkedIn. What is the success mm. rate for your team member, Mohammed?
2: Great question. Cause,
1: yeah, because someone will send me – so here's what I'm doing, Tom. I just started at August 1st on this. When I get a LinkedIn request now, I send them a quick email because I get the alerts. It says, hey, thanks so much for the connection request. I'd love to hear what prompted it. Was it a blog, a post, one of my podcasts, something else? And if they don't respond in three days, and I learned this trick from one of my friends, um, I don't accept their request because if they can't take the time to even like respond and say, even if it's just as simple as I don't really remember why I reached out, but Mm -hmm. I think we should be connected, then I don't accept it. So I'm wondering, are your team members getting some pushback after you reach out to them?
2: So okay, it's a great question. Um, have we got maybe four minutes so I can explain how LinkedIn works sure. best in my experience. Absolutely. Um, so, so there's a massive difference between email subscribers and LinkedIn connections. And it's, about, it's around the priority of their interest. So with email subscribers, people are primarily interested in your service. And on a secondary, second to that, is they're interested in you to make sure you've got professional integrity, you're reliable, and so on and so on. You're not a BS artist or a hype merchant. You're the real deal. But that comes after their interest in what you do. They subscribe because they have they think that you might be able to offer some value via your services or the free stuff. Does that sound right so far?
1: Absolutely. Yep.
2: Okay. With LinkedIn. The priority order is completely the reverse. They're primarily interested in you, and a distant second, maybe tenth or twelfth on their priority list is your service. So LinkedIn connections react and respond completely differently to email subscribers. Now, with email subscribers, we know we should set up a series of autoresponders. So when they first subscribe, they can get some more valuable insights into how you work with your clients, a few free tips and so on, more information about your service and how you work with people and so on. Not, not the sales side of it, but here's some ideas and tips and so on. With LinkedIn, that doesn't work. You can send up 19 or 100, I don't care, added value messages, articles, uh, tips, quotes, whatever you like, uh, free offers, and blah, blah, blah. And they'll pretty much ignore it because primarily they're not interested in your service. They're interested in you. Even further, they're interested in selling you something. No one wakes up in the morning, no one wakes up in the morning, goes to LinkedIn and go, oh boy, I hope there's someone there that's going to sell me something today. That's why I joined LinkedIn. No, we don't do that. We're in LinkedIn because we're hoping to make some sales. So, We've got to work in LinkedIn, the opposite of what we do with the subscribers. With the subscribers, we're nurturing a relationship, building trust, et cetera. LinkedIn, LinkedIn is the, the jab right hook. It's connect, invite, connect, invite, connect, invite, connect, invite. That's the best way to work to mine the gold in LinkedIn is you find someone, or contract, contractor more specifically, find someone who is a suspect. They're all description on LinkedIn fits kind of the profile of the sort of person that might be interested in what you do? In my case, tend to be independent management consultants, uh, people who market online courses, business coaches, executive coaches, corporate trainers, financial planners. They tend to be the sort of ideal clients that that are attracted to what I do. So the connection request is made using a copy paste system. I give Muhammad, and the moment that's accepted, that person receives another copy paste message which invites them to register for an online meeting, which is a, which is not a free training which is a demonstration. We've come along, my partner, Tom Poland, does this once a week, he does this live online, webcams on, small room, uh, and he's going to show you how his clients are generating leads right around the world from London, Madrid, New York, and so on. If you have an interest, here's the link. Click. That's it. 33% of the people who receive a connection request on LinkedIn will accept that request, and which is pretty much According to LinkedIn, that's, that's, that's the percentage that are active on LinkedIn more than once a month. So it's pretty much everyone who receives a request will accept it, unless it's kind of obviously, you know, I want to sell you some SEO services. Um, <laughs> please accept my request. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. But mostly, there are people who accept the request. Two and a half percent of the people who accept the request will register for the meeting. Sixty percent of the people who register for the meeting, if we do it right, will turn up to the meeting. 25% of the people who turn up to the meeting will reach out and book a consult, and 70% of them will buy. There's the numbers.
1: Okay. So to make the math easy, if 100 connection requests go out by your team member, how many show up to the webinar?
2: The, the, ah, well, if 100 requests go out, 33 accept it. So we say 100, 333 people, are uh, connection requests, 100 people accept it. Is that okay? You're right with that? Yeah. Yeah.
1: that's so far, cool. okay.
2: So, therefore, two and a half percent of the hundred will register for the meeting. That means we've got two and a half people registered for an online meeting. Sixty percent of those will show up. So, let's say we're now down to 1.7 people actually show up for the meeting. Forty percent of those will reach out and request a time to talk. And
1: so, to make it simple, so basically, you got to send out about 300 ish to get
2: one. Person. A lot. A lot. It's okay. around about there. So with okay. LinkedIn, you LinkedIn, you need two things. You need volume and you need filters. It's like you had stormwater and you wanted to drink it. The only way you get enough water to drink out of that stormwater is if you put it through in volume through a filtering system. The filters take out the stuff you don't want to drink. So the filtering system takes out the LinkedIn connections you don't want to meet with because they're not a fit or that, you know, whatever. So And that's why you need contractors because if you try to use your own LinkedIn account, Unless you've got a premium account, and even then, if you send out too many connection requests, they'll shut you down.
1: Right, right. Well, but that's by what having I'm curious about <laughs> Yeah. But by
2: so the contractors use their own LinkedIn account. Got it. And they get smart and they get shut down. They get suspended by LinkedIn because they're doing like two hundred a day and they go, okay, I can't do that anymore. So they get smart and they figure it out. How many can I send out a day without getting suspended by LinkedIn? And then they reach out to me and they say, I got my account shut down. Can you pay for premium for me? And I say, no, go away. I mean, I like to help you, but I'm not paying to get you out of the mess you created. I, I'll support you. I'll meet with you. We'll, we'll work together. But you've got to get your account unsuspended, my friend. So you need the contractors because remember I said to get enough fill of water out to drink, you've got to have volume. That's where the contractors come in. The contractors provide you with the volume. The filtering system, the filtering system is 97.5% did not register for the meeting. That's filtered out 97.5%. We want them to be filtered out because they don't have an interest. 60% arrived at the meeting. We just filtered out another 40%. We don't want them at the meeting if they don't know how to show up and honor their commitment to turn up to the meeting. We don't want those people, right? Because they don't make very good clients. Uh, 40% then click a time. They are the ones that are ready to buy now. They, 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 they know what my fees are. They know, by that stage, they've finished the end of the, the, the webinar a meeting, the lead gen demo. They know what my fees are. They know how to work with clients. They've still reached out and booked a time to talk to me, hoping to confirm to become a client. So the filters are critically important. We want lower numbers and higher quality. But ironically, that comes from higher volume and relentless flow, which is what the contractors give you.
1: Got it. That Well, that's, I was trying to do the math in my head and that totally makes sense. So, very, very cool. Hey, I want to ask you since you are so well connected, what was your strategy to get such high profile people to endorse your book? I asked them. And did you, do you know all of them or you just asked them and they said yes?
2: Well, it's a good, it's, it is a good question. So, we have Dr. Ivan Meisner. Ivan is right. a, is a, and is a, yeah, BNI, founder of BNI, the world's largest franchise group. He is the most one of the most extraordinary people. He would be in the like, you know, if we take Buddha, Christ, Muhammad out just for a moment, he'd be in the top ten of the most extraordinary people I'm aware of. He's just an all round good guy. So, with I, I had interviewed Ivan some years before, and he'd written, he'd offered a couple of articles for my network. So he kind of vaguely maybe would have remembered me, and I said, "Hey, Ivan." I'm, I'm looking for a quote from my book. If I if I send you a copy, you know, if you like it, would you be open to maybe? And he just fired an email at said, Carla, I still remember the email. He said, "Tom, color me colorful. Send me your book, but also send me in advance what you would like me to say. Ideally, I'll have a read of the book. If I agree that I could say that in integrity, with good ethically, and so on, then sure, I'll give you the green light." So that's what we did.
1: Awesome. Yeah, that's a really good score. He's a he is a very powerful person. Yeah, I find yeah. the easier the easier you make it for somebody to do what you'd like them to do, yeah. the more likely they're gonna do it, right?
2: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So guess who wrote the quote on the cover of my last book that was signed off by Dr. Ivan Meisner? Who? Me. Oh. <laughs> well you just said make it easy for them, right? Yeah,
1: and- but I thought this was a trick question.
2: <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was sorry. No, uh, no, 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 no. So um so so Ivan I said to me, and which is my ideal pro my ideal strategy anyway, is look, you write me what you want me to say because you know what you want me to say. And if I'm okay with it, I'll read the book. And if I'm okay with it, sure. Just use that. So, you know, that quote on the front of my last book was written by me and signed off on by the good doctor.
1: That's cool. That is awesome. Boy, we took up a lot of time, but I want to ask you two more questions before we wrap up. Do you still have a little bit of time left?
2: I do indeed.
1: Awesome. The first one, I'm gonna. everybody gets this question because we love giving people back their time as business owners. If you had 24, 25 hours in a day, so an extra hour every day, what would you do with that hour, Tom?
2: I'd play tennis. <laughs> is that like a bad answer? Or is that like, Should I say something like spend more time with my family or something? Or anyway, that's what I do with it. Do
1: you play tennis now?
2: (laughs) I look, I I play, yeah, I play about five times a week. I'm normally on the courts eight to ten hours a week. Right now I just had a knee operation, so I'm feeling very sad and lonely for myself. But I'm watching the US Open and loving it. So I'm I'm playing vicariously. And now that I've watched Rafael Nadal play a four hour match against Dominic Team, I'm pretty sure the next time I play, I'm gonna be just as good as him.
1: He is very, very good. And he's in great it's, shape. So that's a great answer. Is. Definitely yeah, like okay. that. Hey, you All mentioned right. you had something really cool for our listeners. If they were interested in learning a little bit more, do you want to share about that?
2: I do. Yeah. dot hourchallengecom And what I did is I set this thing up for people who wanted to dip their toe in the water. Um, it's not the system that I just explained and outlined in fully, but what it is designed to do is is. I deliver a 10-minute video training each day over five days. Once people uh, invest the 10 minutes with the video and then complete the action exercise, it takes about an hour a day to implement the whole thing over five days. By the end of the five days, they should have five fresh leads and one new client. Completely free, 5hourchallenge.com. Help yourself, uh, Yeah, and it'll get you started on some lead gen. Then you can come back and have a look at the more sophisticated system later on.
1: Oh, that's awesome. You also had some other free stuff on your website, some resources. I think there was a diagnostic diagnostic assessment. Is that also complimentary?
2: Yes, it is indeed. It's, um, so what the diagnostic does is it creates a benchmark for where people are at right now with the lead gen. And if then they implement my recommendations, it shows them where the revenue would go to. And it gives them a very comprehensive printout of exactly what they need to do in each of the 10 areas that I outlined in, in my last book, The Leadology Model.
1: Wow, that's really generous. And where can they get that book? Is that on Amazon?
2: It's not actually very generous because it's a lead magnet, and I'm not doing it because of Mother (laughs) Teresa. (laughs) Let's be honest. But it is really good. It is really good. Uh, The book they can get from Amazon, uh, there's two books on leadsology. One is called The Science of Being Demand. That was the first book. And the latest book, which just came out last week, is Marketing the Invisible.
1: That's awesome. So lots of good materials for people to increase their leads and and it's okay that you have a lead magnet. I mean, that's part of the, yes, the it content, is okay, right? right? <laughs>
2: yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. But this is fun as well, you know.
1: Yeah, everybody wins. That's pretty cool. So yeah. for people who want to connect more closely with you, how can they connect with you?
2: Um, best thing they can do is uh, they can go to bookachatwithtom.com um, and Right now, as we're recording this, there's a little window that pops up and says, sorry, we're closed for new clients, but there's a pretty good chance by the time this is released, they can go to bookachatwithtom.com, have a read of the page, and if they want to reach out and have a conversation about the lead gen, they can just click on the link at the bottom. It'll take them through to my scheduler.
1: Perfect. Perfect. And I know this was already jam-packed with tons of stuff, but is there anything else you want to add that I didn't even think to ask you about?
2: Yeah, that, that's the best question of all. What what should, what should What could I have asked you, but I didn't? Um, I guess the question that I, that I would ask me, if I was you, uh, or I was me, or whatever, is what's the number one sin of marketing? And you know, because people people ask me, you know, what's the number one thing I could do, and and um, what's the worst thing, and everything else. And I said, look, the, the biggest sin in terms of marketing is not doing any. Even even if you do marketing badly, even if you don't have the copywriting quite right, and the presentation is a little off skew, and you maybe you scratch your ear during the the, the video interview or whatever, just do some and just start. You, you should, so many people don't, for example, start an email list because they don't have an email list. Well, just start, you know, put eight people in there from your from your Outlook or your iCal and just start and set up a landing page and offer people something that they can, you know, opt in for. It's the, the, the starting is what has the genius and the power uh, to paraphrase Goethe, the magic in it. It, it's the starting. It's the taking the first step uh, because we all start with zero people in our email list. we all start, you know, maybe without a webinar, without a book or without a guide or without a lead maker, we'll start with nothing. Uh, we weren't born with that stuff. So just start.
1: I love that. I always say done is better than none.
2: <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> meaning, nice.
1: Meaning just get something done. You can always go back and refine it, refine it. That's but a done. Is, that's yeah, that's you fantastic. Can that.
2: That's the title of my next book, I think, Nancy.
1: You could take it. I think I took it from somebody. Isn't that how this all works? We share. (laughs) Done is better than none.
2: Oh, that's excellent. Thank you.
1: It's a good one. Tom, thanks so much for taking time to be on the show. Lots and lots of great stuff. I'll make sure I put all of this in the show notes. Listeners, I just updated my free report the five systems that create massive productivity in your business. If you're feeling overwhelmed and overworked, this report is for you. Download it at nancygames.com today. And if you loved the show, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. It helps other people find us. And until next time, go out and gain the advantage.
0: You've been listening to the Nancy Gaines Show, where you can gain the advantage. To schedule a VIP strategy day or speed consulting session with Nancy, connect with her on her website, nancygaines.com. That's Nancy, G-A-I-N-E-S.com. On Twitter, Nancy L. Gaines. And on LinkedIn, Nancy Gaines. Be sure to check back on Nancy's website for new episodes. Until next time, you've been listening to The Nancy Gaines Show. Go out and gain the advantage.